you're listening to the Docu Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is our winter 2017 spoiler cast because I've been waiting for forever for something to happen in a certain show, and I don't think it's ever going to happen because they're going original. So we it may might, never have that conversation. It might happen as the as the final twist. Either either we'll have it at the end of our we'll Foku review we'll podcast, <laughs> or if it's that mind shattering for Chris, we'll just talk about. We'll just do a quick edit podcast and just record. I don't know. But yeah, anyways, uh, we're gonna we're from otakuspirit.com. You can go there for our news reviews and coverage of new and old anime, as well as our wonderful community in the form links at the top, social links on the right side, and all that good stuff. But yeah, this is our winter 2017 spoiler cast, anime spoiler cast. So if you hear a title mentioned, we're going to give some brief little reprieve there, and then we're going to go right into full-on spoilers for the that show. So no no holes bar. Uh, so if you run across a certain show you want to don't want to listen to reach for that pause button look in our show notes we'll have probably timestamp well we will have timestamps in there so you can know where to skip to if you want to or if you're like oh my gosh I'll kill you if you spoil anything you probably just want to listen to the episode altogether <laughs> we can you can do it you can work around it uh, I have it still I think in alphabetical order I believe uh, but we're gonna start off with the uh, Aka 13. Territory Inspection Department. Man, Anything to talk about that one? This one is the one that's probably got the most um, to destroy you if you do hear spoilers on this. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> this show took way too long to get going. And I think we're on episode eight, eight now. I think yeah. my number on here is wrong. Uh, but seven is where it finally decided to do something. And, yeah, that was... Uh, it was so I funny don't want to say we, it wasn't we shocking it? at all. Yeah, it wasn't shocking. We kind of guessed it, like, that episode or the episode before. It's just one of those things where they, they kept putting a lot of focus on Loda and that royal family. That it was kind of like a thing of why... No, actually, my initial thought when they first started introducing the royal family was that Loda was going to be, like, brought in... Like or just kidnapped by the prince because he was obsessed with her. Yeah, <laughs> and then it was going to be something where that was going to trigger Gene uh, to do something that ends up triggering the coup or something like that. I don't know, but well, it's now, starting now to get interesting. The, the, the funny thing is, is now you kind of know why everybody's watching him. It's because he is part of the royal family. So no, it wasn't initially why. Initially, it was because uh, well, you the guard how the, many of the queen was putting. Interested well, in him, the queen, the guard of the queen, Grashula or whatever his name is. He was telling them to watch Gene. He was saying that he was. He was telling them. Yeah, that he, he was. Yeah, positive. he. You knew why he was. He was watching them because obviously he was. He's, he's a prince. He's a prince. Now we uh, <laughs> Now the question is, how did Mouth figure it out? Or do you think it was because she knew that? Groshlar was watching him so intently, so she, he, she figured that he had some kind of a big part to play, and she, he, she was trying to figure it out. She's definitely the last person for them to actually get into what she, why she's doing what she's doing. Because essentially, Groshlar, we got a full background. The rest of them, the people in that place, don't really doesn't really matter. Uh, Mav still matters, of course, in the the Aka heads. Nino, we've gotten his full story. Jean, we know where he's coming from. Loda, we know where she's coming from. So everybody's kind of been fleshed out except for Mauve. So I'm streaming here soon. 
I don't want her to turn into the bad guy, but technically we've undone one of the bad guys. Yeah. The prince is still technically a bad guy. He could be. But they've they've already gotten rid of Goshalar as one of the bad guys, so Well he if he if he usurps the throne, then that'll that'll put uh Jean into a position where Depending on what they do with Lara, that will effectively just make Gene des- uh, decide what he's going to do. No, no matter how you, how 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 you pin it down, because maybe maybe at some point the king will decide I don't really want you to be the the king. I'm going to put John as the king, or I'm just not going to decide on a on an heir. And then Schwan f- freaks out and usurps the throne. Then it'll that'll probably do no you matter think how the you king like knows hmm? do you think the king knows i'm almost guaranteed yeah because the uh uh nino's dad was sending them letters yeah but he hasn't since that accident no nino started uh doing the letters i wasn't sure of that because they now so much i don't know on nino being he wasn't wanting to be around the king maybe he was just afraid of something being slipped out possibly because that whole diner scene, he was—he did not want to have anything to do with the kings. So yeah, I can—I guess I can imagine the idea of him just not wanting to Jean to see some kind of connection. I don't know. It's possible. Yeah. At I any just rate, don't want Lola to die. Still- <laughs> I just want Lola to be happy. She's like the only happiness in the show. Everybody else is just kind of mellow and. What did you think of the scene with the mom? The mom and fine. the king. I thought it was gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. The the stylized. The way that these characters and their stylized uh, uh, artwork—he's hated the just... style of the show since the beginning, and suddenly the well, mom—that's no, like, oh no, my god, gorgeous! No, I haven't said that I hated the <laughs> the style. Okay, of the show. okay, here we go. It was at the end of the first episode. The ED started happening, and Chris says specifically, "Oh, this is like the first good thing looking, first good looking thing in the show." And it was the ED. <laughs> yes, I remember you saying that. I remember things like that. I don't know that I, I meant it. It's got a unique style. It, it does have a unique style, and I think that the unique style really shined with with the mom. Um, I think that most... Well, Lada's always looked beautiful in the show, too. Yeah, I, I was getting ready to say a lot of the female characters do look good. I, I think the guys are just too... Too pointy, ga- too bang, yeah, too, too pointy. pointy, or I was gonna say gangly, but yeah, <laughs> just too pointy. I think they're just too pointy. It's been all right though. It's it's been a good show. Uh, definitely getting a lot better with those last two episodes. I'm I'm hoping that it uh, keeps strong, but it it sucks because it is literally with that seven pointer finally coming into something good. It's going to be one of those ones where when I go to review it, I'm gonna say. Technically, nearly half of it was meh. Like nothing was really happening, and I was not bored. But at the same time, so it's going to be a really tough one to review. But at least people get all my thoughts in the spoiler cast. Anything on Akiva's trip? Not really. I mean, no. Uh, the the, the professor girl for some reason has a a segue that she can slide out from underneath a table on. Mm-hmm. That was that was special. That was very special. Yeah, poor Andrew. <laughs> he he he. enjoyed the he enjoyed the Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. That was, that was the yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh was kind of was, was kind of funny. <laughs> no, see when it when it because literally that's my thought process every time one of these episodes starts. It's always okay. What's the hobby that they're going to get into this time? What's the otaku they're going to get into this time? And it's always one of those things where okay, I don't really care about that hobby. So 
I wonder if I'm going to even enjoy this episode. And literally, it had the opening with the whole cards and and it's getting all Yu-Gi-Oh-ish. And then I'm going, yeah, this was probably one that I'm going to be meh on. And then it just went goofy, <laughs> otaku, uh, uh, like, what do you call it? Like, <laughs> self... Deprecating kind of stuff. It's like they, making fun of itself. Kind of. They stuff. made fun of Yu-Gi-Oh's the show. They made fun of the show, not so much the game itself. And they absolutely bashed that show to death. Yeah, they were acting out as the Yu-Gi-Oh characters, but technically the jokes within it were otaku jokes. And yeah. that's what I thought was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It was it was very very clever how they did that. Because like I said, I was I was literally going. Okay, it's gonna be a t- but it was funny having like Arisa there going <laughs> totally imagining the whole thing and Matomi's like what they're just I sitting don't get there. It. <laughs> <laughs> so you had that contrasting constantly happening that was that was a definitely probably one of the best episodes that they had, so hopefully they'll they'll keep that one up as well. Um Bang Dream, nothing much to spoil here. It's just literally Ganky Girl bringing everybody into her world. She almost had Saya that last episode. Almost. Yeah, we still. We, I think we're gonna get. I, right I think that we're going to get a pretty, pretty dramatic story for her. Her, her entire, her entire uh, uh, last band just died, and no, I was saying, I was saying <laughs> that that. Uh, I think it was episode five that we were at. Uh, they She's were. Been they in were four point... bands, and all no, four they were. Of them they bid. were. They kept. They kept pointing at the fact that she had to go home to help her mom, and her mom's like, it's okay, yeah, I'll be fine right. now. It was literally going to be a thing of she yeah. never came home, her mom got injured from work, working, overworking herself, overworking so. yeah. and she doesn't want it to happen again. So, Or her or her last four bands died. <laughs> or everybody in Bang Dream died, and... Oh, no, it's Poppin' Party, I'm sorry. Everybody in Popping Party dies, and she's, she's in a dream right now. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, they it's already did that. With, they've already did that with school. It's school live. No, they already did that with school. Live. Yeah, but you have to copy it. Just no. like you know, trapped in another world <laughs> and stuff like that. It's trapped in another band. The, the new, the new genre, trapped in another band. Uh, interview with Monster Girls it was adorable. It's still cute. I like it. That the <laughs> the taste testing episode was hilarious. <laughs> And it turns so wrong so fast. That, 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 that was one of those things that I got a I I had random so in a way I got a spoiler off of Twitter. I randomly see one of those out of context pictures and and it's and it's Hikari telling uh, Takahashi or the the sensei you know I'm not gonna uh, taste your your arm because it's yeah it's inappropriate. <laughs> And it was like, why? Why did you do that? <laughs> no, it was. That's one of those things. Like, if you don't watch, if you're on Twitter, don't follow. Was it? I think it's Vertical or Viz has interview with Monster Goals, and literally like a day, a day after it broadcasts, they are spamming Twitter like every single punchline. And it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't really spoil interviews with Monster Girls, but you can kind of spoil the punchlines by showing pretty much every screenshot up to the point that it happens. So I don't know. It, it was it was wrong. I I still enjoy pretty much every single character, and I I love that every single episode. It's just it's sweet and it's entertaining, and I get so much out of each one of them. I am why is this so broken? There we go. I have, I'm bringing up my notes of of my my really crappy. 
notes that I take during watching shows, making sure I don't pass anything up. No, all this stuff's for later stuff. Yeah. Um, Fuka, do you would you would you like to mention anything about Fuka? No, go go ahead. <laughs> tell us tell us the 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 big. Uh... No, I'm not gonna go into that. What? I'm not getting into manga spoilers. I'm going to leave it until something happens. But for people to... I guess the fun thing for people to kind of note, which would be perfect here on the podcast, I don't know how... Some people might see this differently. So if you don't want to know about... I'm going to talk about how the manga plays out while where the show is at. So I'm not going to say anything that has not happened yet in the manga. Just really the differences. But the, the really interesting thing that's happening is... Koyuki is getting so much more build. Like, even before this recent kind of happening that's been going on, uh, where they're kind of getting together and, and dating and stuff with uh, you and, and Koyuki, it, before, even before that whole thing, they really put very little focus on Koyuki. So when this, this turning point happens in the manga that everybody talks about, uh, you're you don't you don't really have any build on Koyuki up, up from that point. So this is what that's what's really interesting right now is that they're getting so much development onto Koyuki that for those that know what happens in the manga, it's like you start to you're start I'm starting to wonder and I, I've heard a lot of people say this starting to wonder what exactly they're going to do with this the the adaptation because it's not playing at all like the manga. Yeah, the basic principles there is he meets Fuka. Fuka is super ganky girl forces everybody to join the band. Uh, on the side, you have Koyuki, who is childhood friend of you and is an idol. I. The thing is that with the the manga, it was boring all the way up until Koyuki pretty much uh, goes out there and confesses on television that she this is her unrequited love, and everybody goes to the 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 performance and starts attacking you and the band members. That was, like, the only interesting part of the manga. Then, like, not even two chapters. But these are really short chapters. Two chapters later, the turning point happens. So that tells you how much original stuff they've done. Because we've had, what... I think I was saying, More what, episode seven that we're yeah, going to change something? Yeah, you were thinking that it was going to happen. Now we're, on, now we're on ten, aren't we? I don't know. It says nine on there. I think so we're on ten. We haven't watched ten. But... Yeah, it's 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 a trip, and I I, I love that somebody was mentioning with this last episode. Uh, there's a certain point in the episode where you're going, they might change how that plays out, and I had the same exact feeling. So I don't remember who posted on on the the Fuka uh, uh, discussion thread for this, but I was like, I didn't want to put that in there because I'm keeping the manga stuff out of there. But I felt the same exact way with this last episode, which I'll mention to Chris when that actually comes up. Yeah, the 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 funny thing is, is I I at at the beginning of the show, I I was I was very impressed with how how they were balancing between Fuka and and Koyuki. No, but yeah, yeah but now see, is Fuka's now, gone. Now, <laughs> yeah, now I know. I exactly. I was getting ready to say that. I I found I I got a kick out of it, it, it because Andrew was constantly going on about how. Ko- Koyuki was absolutely not even non-existent up until what episode well, three? I would I say. Again, this is this is the difference thing, and this is nothing that's past the current show. 
Him dating Koyuki never happened in the manga, at least as well, far have, as I've read. I'm not even getting to that point yet. I'm talking about just in the first three episodes. Andrew was you were you were mentioning. No, right, Koyuki right. wasn't even existent. You didn't even see her until what, what was it? Yeah, she, um, she literally the, the, a... the trip. Did you say the trip was where they went when Koyuki suddenly became a part of the show? Um, no, because I don't think she was even at the the beach. I mean, she was around there, but I don't think. Yeah, I think at the very end he runs into her. Oh, this is I can't. <laughs> at any rate, at any rate, Andrew was 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 mentioning that she really wasn't she was non-existent, and and I was I was like, wow, I'm impressed. Um, and t- towards the latter part, I I started getting to the point where okay, now Koyuki is, I the name of the show is Fuka, okay. So she's kind of the main love interest, and I'm I'm real, I, and I already kind of fell in love with Fuka, but not not to the point of Koyuki. Koyuki, oh man, I'm falling so hard for her. It, I do not want to see the end of this show at this point. Almost the way the way it kind of played out was that he he originally got the the tweet or the PM whatever from Koyuki saying, "Come to my concert." And he didn't respond to it because he wasn't sure what he... If he, he didn't want to be forward. And that's when Fuka invites him to go to the concert. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to the concert and then realizes it's her concert. Sends back to him, wow, it's actually your concert. Then they ca- talk on the phone after that. That was the first time they actually communicated. The first time they see each other is when she goes and visits his house. So yeah, there, there's very little... I mean, right off the bat, he calls her. I was like, what the hell? They're not even at the concert yet. And he's talking to her on the phone. So, but that's, that's kind of like meaningless stuff. But the interesting thing, though, is after that 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 concert where they were being attacked by the, the crowd, um, that immediately goes into uh, Koyuki doing the confession to you. But in that one, Fuka is there. And she says that she doesn't like the situation because she loves Koyuki's music. And she feels this is going to ruin the whole thing. So th- that just shows you how insanely different it is i mean it, there was a rejection there this whole thing with him going out with Koy- koyuki is like way different so i'm it's got me excited because up until the the whole scene with koyuki confessing to you on television everybody getting angry at him that was the first point in the manga where it got interesting and then it just fell off after that so this is i'm actually really interested to see what this actually does so they're succeeding at making it a lot more interesting to me than the manga was. So that's that's my take on it. But that's uh And they could go completely original and you ends up with Koyuki. And they make a little band and get up on the stage together. I don't know who he gets with when the, I have not read that part of the manga, so I don't I don't know uh what happens later on. So um as far as I know though, he has not gone out with Koyuki. So I don't know. I, I think that they, they would be wanting like all kinds of girls to go and meet you because apparently he has this kind of magic <laughs> trick that makes idols out of nothing. So his idol. Oh, happen to have an idol childhood friend. Oh, happen <laughs> to be tweeting with this hot guitarist chick. Oh, happen to have an entire family of, of females at home that are all naked <laughs> all the time. They're just drawn to him. Don't have that. Don't know how that works, but. That's fine. Uh, but I, I think they chose the perfect voice for Koyuki, so that's that's working out great. The Shiryuki Hime, she has a beautiful singing voice, so it works great. Great music in it. Yeah. Yeah. Gabriel Dropout. I don't know. That was a pretty big spoiler 
that last episode. Oh, the where the the straps just came loose on the whole situation. Yeah, that that was <laughs> big, big release of just plot. Yeah, it released the plot. Yes, the, the straps broke and the, they released the plot. I, I've been so mixed on that show. It, it's 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 just. I'm not happy unless Satanya is on the screen, and even then, I'm starting to get kind of burned out on her. But whatever happened to Tapris? She like showed up and she just disappeared. Dumped her. Yeah. What's up with that? (laughs) She added like an interesting little chemistry in there, and then she just kind of disappeared again. So it's like, okay, I guess, guess we're not. They finally made Gabriel worth something, and they took her away. What's up with that? Vanetta and uh, Vignette. She show. (laughs) She show is is hilarious. I'm, I'm liking that whole thing. Vignette. Vignette. Vignetta. Uh, handshakers. <laughs> See, everybody's probably like, wow. You guys are still watching <laughs> Wait, somebody's still watching that? Uh, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to be able to defend the show when it comes around to review time. It's it's really kind of dropped off on me. I, 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 I guess I've just kind of cooled down and... I think it, I th- I I still I I, I still think they do cool stuff. I still think they well that last episode. Oh my gosh! I, give me whiplash with all that camera <laughs> crap. They're, at least they're going all out with Kadama. But, yeah, but like I thought it looked cool. The fight, the fight with Riri and Masaru and and the most of the fight with Chizuru and Hayate. Those two fights were just ugh, they look bad. <laughs> I'm I hey I still don't understand what 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 is constituting this looking bad thing. So just like flat, uh, very small sized textures that are just kind of uh, copied and pasted around the entire environment. I mean that kind of stuff. Like it, it's it's almost like it's like whenever you see them do somebody do a quote-unquote HDing of a game themselves and you always see where they try to up resolution a environment but they don't have the textures to go into the 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 environment so it just looks like you know block uh just little rectangles that are repeated all the way around and it 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 looks flat and not good at all at worst I think that the only thing that I noticed out of all of it and 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 this is m- m- me and my my little brain. I have a little brain, okay, guys. Um, and I I happen to notice kind of speckling um, around the the CG. That that's about the only thing that kind of bothers me. Does that make sense? Um, where it's it's almost like um, um, kind of a foreign object on something else, and so the 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 digital is trying to fix the problem. By itself, that's about the only thing that I see that 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 kind of doesn't work for me. So it it's obvious that it's not in the same plane on on the 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 digital platform. So, but no, my my biggest problem with Gohans is always going to be their lens flares. They they it all looks bleached out. Everything it thing. all looks. Bleached. He has some weird thing with lens flares. I'm playing Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what's with all the. They sort of started doing lens flares like. Okay, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad, it was bad on Twilight Princess too. Everything had like lens flares, like crazy. Okay, it all looks bleached. Like the something. entire screen, lens is just flare one and bleach is two bleach. different thing. What are you talking about? 
Huh? Lens flare and bleaching out is two different things. What are you talking the about? Light, the light is too high. There's too much light. High and contrast. It, high con. Well, okay. the contrast isn't there because there's no black. They've got too much light. <laughs> well, contrast works two different ways. It's the the levels of it. But yeah, I I still think it does it does creative things. It's it the the effects they're going for the camera angles. Even though it's all over the place, it's still cool and creative. It's just I I don't see that same amount of polish I've seen with like K and. Mardok Scramble. Was it Mardok Scramble? Yes. They just have a, a significant amount of polish. With this one, it seems like they're just, uh, whatever. We'll just make a, plat, a flat plane with these really crappy-looking trees, and they'll just kind of slide around in it. Or, oh, well, he's got a, he's got a clock sore. Well, let's just kind of just, just CG it onto his hand, and hopefully it looks like it, it meshes. <laughs> <laughs> There is there is some things that I'm kind of getting tired seem... of the characters too. Like Koryori, it's like, come on, just speak already. I mean, it was kind of cute with her her recent breakdown, but the thing is kind of getting old. <laughs> there, there is, there is, there is an aspect that there is a lot of steals. I have noticed that. I I I did notice it with the with the ninja girl and and her fight. So I did notice that the ninja girl with her fight. Um, the lolly. Uh, senpai. Mm-hmm. Chisuru. <laughs> Sometimes it's best for them to keep it still. <laughs> it, it helps Neko get back and, and normalized again. <laughs> if he's even watching it still. Uh, okay. But yeah, nothing really kind of mind-blowing about the story so far. Even though the fact it's, that one doctor what, guy what might that, be from the that, last fight. It's just a battle arena show yeah. type thing. They just... Or is that a proxy battler? What is a proxy battle? Isn't that where you have something that fights for you? Yeah, seems like it. So that's not a proxy battler. Kimono friends. Kimono friends. <laughs> this, friends. One kinda, this one kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> I, it's, it's funny because it, it sucks because there's this whole kind of hype thing happened with Kimono friends with the whole, you know, millions of views on Nico Nico and everybody's trying to find out why Japan is in love with it. And it's like... I just like I almost want people to stop talking about it because there's all these people I see on Twitter on a regular basis going, well, I guess I'll go find out what's so special about Kimono Friends. Like, no, don't, just don't. You're, you're gonna not gonna it. find. <laughs> you're not gonna find anything special there. It's there's nothing gonna be there. Nothing is blowing the mind. Now there is this little aspect that I kind of kind of started seeing coming. Maybe this third episode, whichever one that was, the bird. It started kind of dawning on me that there was this whole aspect of the world and. Either that or it was a terrible advertisement for this park. <laughs> there had to be something going on. But yeah, it, none of that was mind-blowing. It, we're not getting in the mind-blown territories. It's just it's just relax and watch it kind hey, of stuff. Hey, just so you know, big spoilers, Kaban is a human. Yeah. I don't, know why, I, I, I don't know why I'm kind of dancing around the spoilers, but I mean, just the fact that there was the whole mankind extinct thing. It was like, I started yeah. seeing that, because uh, my initial thought when we came into it was, okay, this is an advertisement for this park. But then I'm starting to see, like, when they got to the, the bird episode, you had, like, these really rustic uh, uh, trolley system that wasn't even working, and... I'm like, either this is a really terrible advertisement for this park, and they're gonna—they're basically showing that they don't upkeep this park, 
and basically everything is mutated from some kind of nuclear explosion nearby. <laughs> or this is probably sometime in the future, and humans are gone. I'm not sure why Kaban's there, Kabanchan, Bagchan's there, but I guess we'll find out eventually. And yeah, I guess the only thing that was kind of interesting was that they started getting to the fact that the the quote unquote friends are essentially. Uh, the animals evolved to be more like humans. Yeah, they, like, okay, they said they said that the humans did that before they they disappeared. Or I don't remember them saying that the humans did it. I just yeah, they did. It was in. Into it. I want to say it was in the last episode or the episode before that with the. Well, I know that when I want when I know that our mankind's group, like if there's a meteor coming, I know that we're all going to try to figure out how we can make uh, cat girls. Cat girls. It's in. about time. <laughs> It's like, it's like we should probably figure out how to make a rocket to go up there and blow it up. No, we need to make the the lions into cute girls. <laughs> the, the did you look into the did you have you seen what the uh, Suchi Noku is? Suchi Noko is. I thought it was a snake of some sort. It's the so. ugliest snake ever. <laughs> I don't think it's real. I think it's a. She was adorable. Thing, what but... are you talking about? <laughs> oh, she was yeah, and she was she was voiced by who was she voiced by? Was somebody that I recognized. I recognized the voice. I recognized her when she was angry. So it's it's got to be a voice. Yeah, that's right. That was angry. We, we, because we caught it and we 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 looked it up. But yeah, it's it, very ugly looking snake. But yeah, she was very cute. <laughs> I just wanted to make that point. I don't know why. I thought Beaver and, and Prairie Dog was a lot of fun. Sandcat was, was yeah. The the Beaver and the Prairie Dog was very cute. Uh, the sand cat was fun too. She like loses interest things and really, really quickly. <laughs> Poor thing. I'm I'm interested. Let's find out about this. Wait, I'm bored. Oh look, it's over there. Okay, well this let's look at something else. <laughs> so, it's just been it's been just a relaxing fun. So I mean, if anybody's listening to this, trying to figure out what the hell's the deal, it's just a relaxing small yeah, kind of thing. Well, when we did the first impressions, it, 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 it we we pretty much said it. It, it, it it's it is very. It's charming in its own way. It's not. It's not something that'll just blow your mind. It's just. It's charming. It <laughs> no, just sa- takes you and goes. Have fun. I mean, that's all it is. No, sadly, the first impression was based off just one episode, and it was this CG's terrible. <laughs> but it looks like it's been getting a lot better. I mean, I have not noticed. See, the the biggest problem with that first episode was probably that chase scene where Serval was chasing after. Bag Chan, it was literally like this really crappy, floaty-looking, sliding back and forth. It looked really bad. But ever since then, it, it's been looking steadily better and better. Maybe it's the thing where they're going, holy crap, people are actually watching this show a lot. Let's let's put some budget into let's it. Let's put money in there. <laughs> yeah. It's just sad that it's it's not sparking up the game, apparently. So I, I guess no matter how, how good of uh, views you get, you still can't save an app when... It's not worth saving. It is funny to hear English people talking on the middle parts. <laughs> and they always cut them off at the end. Are they? I yeah. don't know. I haven't caught that. Well, I've noticed that there was two English ones that I have that I wasn't paying attention to. I usually skip past them. But uh, in both cases, I always, of course, I'm skipping forward. And when it gets to the point where it seems like it's going to end and it's going to go back to the show, it, it's always like they just they just drown out the the voice at the very end and you see the subtitle that it is still talking but they just cut it off early <laughs> or maybe it's the fact that they just yeah i guess so the subtitles kind of matches so. we don't need subtitles on the english parts just so you know just saying yeah yeah <laughs> just saying uh miss kobayashi san 
Is there any 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 points you want to hit on Kobayashi-san? The world has not ended yet. It seems that Fafnir is, is is doesn't doesn't seem to want to follow through with his plans on destroying the killing all humans. We finally got Elma. <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever. Episode eight, I think. We finally got Elma. Elma was awesome. Uh, that 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 is a truth, though. Well, I was I was surprised that she wasn't. It's just based because all we had was to go by was the the outro, and it yeah. was like she looked very. She looked like she was working in the office, and then she looked just very plain. Mm-hmm. And so I was expecting her to be kind of emotionalist kind of doll character, but no, she ended up being really really cute. Yeah, and a lot more a lot fun. more personality than i was expecting yeah yeah um but yeah other than that i i've really enjoyed fafner and makoto i i think that was a because i loved fafner from the manga like just that first volume i loved him because he was the kill them all all. (laughs) his response to everything (laughs) is just to kill it all and then to get him to him kind of wanting to do the same thing that taru is doing of course everybody seems to want to do that and then him going uh getting met up with makoto and then becoming like crazy uh, otaku's <laughs> making video games. <laughs> he made a book <laughs> with nothing but curses in it curses. that you that you'd be curious if you read it. Real cur- curses. Oh, like oh my gosh! I hope he doesn't sell any of those. Uh, Shota and Quizakotl is probably the most in uh wrong thing in the show, <laughs> but I can't help but laugh. Like they had that entire episode of him having dreams of like balls tackling him and, and waking up to being smothered by her. And yeah, that's, I I love, he never wakes up because he's always passed out from lack of uh, oxygen. Yeah. Or or (laughs) find the sumo wrestler. Oh my, you're so bald. (laughs) Oh, it's so wrong. It, It sucks that she's heterochromia and a very, like, whatever QAnon did with her eyes are just wicked looking. But it sucks <laughs> that she always keeps her eyes closed. But every now and then she'll open one of them and it's like, my gosh, it looks wicked. <laughs> I think she has, like, probably the best eyes that I've ever seen in the show. I would have to say my favorite out of this show has got to be Kana's, uh, Kana's little love thing going on with Rico. It's adorable. No, that got old. That, that it's got adorable. Old really it, I'm glad it they will stopped. never get old. I, I'm glad they stopped. <laughs> I mean, they they did because it was cute in the first episode. They did it, and then they did like the whole thing going with going to the you know visitor house, and it was like, okay, yeah, this is kind of getting old. It was it was still a cute scene. I'm not saying it's bad yet. It's just it's it's at that point of like, okay, we're done. We've done this too much. Let's move on, kind of thing. But yeah, it they'll never go away with it. <laughs> it'll it'll continue to be a thing, but. Yeah, I, I thought I thought Elma's episode was was fantastic. I, I love seeing more Fafner. I'm trying to think of other really standouts. Kana going to the school was really fantastic because that was getting the getting all the the backpack and all that kind of stuff together and the the keychain and her buying it later for her was really really cute. So yeah, I've definitely definitely been enjoying it. So anything else? Nope, that's it. All right, I'm Konosuba. <laughs> I'm sorry for my team. <laughs> Konosuba season two. I think we're on five or eight or something like that. Uh, we just got to this the hot spring, apparently town that's full of religious nuts peoples and <laughs> some kind of faction feud between two religions. No, uh, it's the, only one. 
they 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 just don't they don't accept the other religion that is not a part of their town. Right, there's two religions and they don't right. like darkness's one cuz she's like I'm I'm already a part of this one and they went <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> well <laughs> they they uh I I want to say that they made they kind of made that joke at the beginning of the show. Aqua mentioned something about another another group and then that group uh happened to walk up and she mentioned asked them if they were a part of her her religion and they did the same thing that it was it was at the v- yeah, very beginning yeah, I of the that. show. I remember, I remember that cuz she was she was like oh I'm a goddess and you're a religious person you must you know love being and adore me and they, yeah they didn't like it too much <laughs> um but yeah that 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 whole I think we mentioned it in the the first impressions but I was not really feeling it all too much but they hit that darkness episode that was a fantastic episode uh just seeing uh <laughs> Cosma beat Darkness in front of her uh, arranged marriage, and that was just wrong in every account. But it was funny that they kind of this whole thing where they're going to go. They did. They they went and they fought Venere, and that was hilarious with the the Darkness having the mask. And it's so funny hearing some people talk. See, this this is the whole thing where different people have things that just don't work for them. Like I was mentioning the the whole thing with the uh, the drag the little Kana and the other girl from Kobayashi-san getting that point of getting old where Chris is like, I'm fi- perfectly fine with it. This is one of those ones where I just love the darkness joke. And I know that there's a lot of people out there. I've heard people out there. They're, they're <laughs> sick and tired of it. I hate the darkness joke. I don't so it, it. It literally is. It is literally different for each person. And I'm, I'm all for it. I think they, for me, they're, they're doing it enough that it, it works out for me. So every single time that she's, <laughs> tie me up and leave me back there. They jump in the carriage. You just tied her up and left her. You're sick and disgusting. Like it was, it was her, her idea. idea. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just having a ball, just being dragged all the way along. It was, it was hilarious. And then, I, I think poor Union is still good. Yeah. Bringing <laughs> presents, to- <laughs> just wants attention. That's all she wants. The poor thing. <laughs> but it, just having that whole, um, <laughs> it's like. I think that after the the episode where they did with uh, with uh, Veneer, and then had that following episode, and then it, this whole thing where they, we're going to go to this hot spring, and it was like, oh my gosh, they're going to do the hot springs episode. We've not gotten the, the hot, hot spring, spring episode, episode yet. yet, so it's like, <laughs> I kind of wonder if they're never ever going to get the hot spring. It's going to be one of the things they finally return back to the. No, it could happen this next episode. No, because they're probably going to get into wherever Aqua is. Doing her fan thing in front of the she the is church. totally not. You know that she's she's either been uh, trapped uh, or put in a dungeon because she's um, pretending to be the goddess, or they have decided that she is a super priest and lifting her up, and oh, she's causing all this crap. No, I, I think I don't think she's in a dungeon because they were saying something to the effect that she was doing the fan trick thing or her blessings dance or something like that. They were they were mentioning her goofy little ability and so i don't i don't know if she's gonna be locked up i think she's gonna be probably loving it and then they're gonna come in there and say get get the hell out of here kind of thing. <laughs> but we'll see we'll see we'll see I, I don't i don't think they're ever gonna get the hot spring episode why didn't they bring chris with them the girl I chris know. i have no idea when they when they were driving out of course they didn't have they, union they, they seem to have something against chris they didn't bring they union really didn't. they didn't bring chris yeah. they didn't bring eris they could have brought the goddess in there 
She pads. She pads. She uses pads. She, so awesome. she padded. She, she uses padded. <laughs> I got a kick out of that particular part where he goes up there. He's like, where were you when I did this or before? It's like, you, you're perfect. <laughs> Could you imagine what, how much of a difference that show would have been if she was there and he he decides to actually become a hero because he has a goddess that he believes in and he really, really wants to impress or some stupid crap like that. And probably a very boring show. Because <laughs> the whole point that Konosu was great is because it's a bunch of idiots. A bunch of idiots. Ah, <laughs> uh, Scum's Wish. Oh. This is... Where this, do you start? Show, Where do we this start? Show, that show is, is easily... I think we're on six I, or seven. We're on seven, I think. We should be on seven. I want to say, because I, I was saying that there was three shows that were kind of vying for, which which three did we decide were... I know you've forgotten about it, because it seems like it's been so long since we've seen an episode of it, but uh, Tanya was one of the ones that I had up there. Scum's Wish. I think Tanya's show kinda... is finally starting to kick up. So that's, that's good there. And yeah, then, Showa, Showa started out. I'm not going to say it started out bad because I've, I've, I don't want to get into the, all that. But this one was one of three, and I, I want to say Tanya was probably the other one. Um, and it, so it's, it's been this show has been kind of fighting with with uh, uh, Kobayashi for dominance in this season, and I think that this is kind of edged out as much as I hate to say it. My well, they're, they're, my they're Annie thing, is absolutely though. fighting. They're, they're, they're their own things, though. That's that's the problem with it. <laughs> this show is absolutely a mess of emotions and and just exploring all these dark places in in sexuality and all that crap. And it's just absolutely a mess of just wonders. I love it. I think it's the I think it's the show that I have the most notes out of it. Um, I. Definitely love how they're doing the... Uh, it seems poetic. Every, everything they talk about seems poetic. And, and it, I guess you can give it probably a negative for the fact that it, sound, that it sounds poetic. Like, oh, wow, there's this, this girl that's in school and she's talking like she's in, you know, a professor of some kind of university because she's just spewing out all these... Every inner monologue sounds poetic, like she's writing some kind of tale or something like that. But it's like, it works, though. It, it the, the, the essence of weight in what they do feeling the weight of somebody else's love when you don't love them uh feeling the darkness that they're kind of getting into knowing they're getting into darkness just beating themselves up to death doing things knowingly even though they know that it's going to hurt themselves like all that's just very very heavy um but yeah i how did you did, did we mention how did you think that whole because they were Hanabi, uh, Hana and Mugi were finally going to confess at the same exact night. Did did you feel that that was going to go differently than what did? Nope, it went exactly the way I thought it was <laughs> going to go. Because, <laughs> well, okay, there was one I I wasn't because I knew uh, uh, Mugi's love or I'm sorry, Hana's love interest brother wasn't going to do brother anything. wasn't going to do anything. He we, was we, not. Gonna that take was it. obvious. The other one... He's the only was... decent person in this entire show, <laughs> and he doesn't realize... No, the problem was I was hoping that she would turn around and say, well, just to let you know, Akane is a, a slut. And he, yeah. she just sleeps with people to get out, out to people, so she probably doesn't like you. <laughs> now, Why couldn't um, you have done that, Han? I that would have right? been a perfect... 
little icing on the cake. Let your cry get out for a while. I'm perfectly fine with her getting a cry out. But afterwards, well, now, I can't have you. Akane can't have you. So, <laughs> Jitsuwa. Just so you know. Um, no, on, on, on Moogie's side... There was one of two things I seen happening, and the one that I wasn't expecting because I didn't see her actually. I the, the it made sense because of the fact that I know that she wants to put some some kind of extra baggage on Hana. That that is why I seen what what happened, and I was like, I'm fine with this. Now, Mugi. When he confessed to Akane, I, I kind of was seeing her go, yeah, that's nice, or something like that, and just kind of moving on with life. But for her to actually kind of fight with him about whether or not um, she actually had feelings for him or something like that, that, that kind of play back and forth. Between <laughs> the two. Stupid that conversation. One was, that one that was, was crazy. kind of an interesting little, little like, tidbit for me. He's like, I hate you. I don't have anything to do with you. You don't love me. Rips open the shirt. You, you don't want any a part of this. But it's like, okay, but you're still going along with it. You know what you, you, you know what your physical body's doing while you're talking, right? Just making sure. <laughs> no, because I, I honestly, for the longest time, was waiting for that moment that uh, uh, Akane was going to take Mugi just for the sake of hurting Hana. She's already done it with her brother, so or or big brother, what do you want to call him? Sensei brother. So it was I, It was only a matter of time. It was just when that situation came, when they were like, okay, let's confront them. It was like, I know that... I know that Kanai... Uh, uh, Narumi, or Kanai, the brother... I don't. I knew that he was going to reject Hana. He just wasn't going to do it. He's in his... In his isolated, I'm still pure world, <laughs> he believes that he's just a teacher and just fell in love with the purest, greatest teacher ever. <laughs> So I know that he's not going to break that. He has no reason to become, quote-unquote, scum like everybody else has done so far. It was just a, well, maybe because I know that's going to be rejection, maybe Mugi's not going to even confess. He's just going to run back to Hana. But I'm like, but no, this is scum's wish. <laughs> this is not going to end well. So yeah, then it kind of turned the whole thing of, well, what are they going to actually do with the situation? And he was he was literally yelling at her in that, 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 uh, that cafe or whatever, and then, like, snap, they're in bed. It's like, what the hell? This escalated really quickly. <laughs> I And I was just, uh, we, we cracked a joke afterwards. It was like, I, it, it just, it, I feel so bad, but I have this 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 image of what's going to happen next. Hannah's going to pick up the phone after after brother leaves her alone at the park, picks up the phone, calls Moogie, and goes, oh, well, looks like I got rejected. How are you doing on your end? Moogie's like, hold on a second. <sighs> <laughs> I'm having, uh, we're we're making out right now, and it's like, oh gosh, that would be so wrong. <laughs> Don't answer the phone, Moogie. Half half expected that one to happen. <laughs> like, well, at least I still got Moogie. Doot, doot, doot. Hi, Moogie, how you doing? <laughs> Why is that heavy breathing? <laughs> so wrong. And now they're adding somebody to go after uh, her friend, uh, Echan. I was like, yeah. no, why are they adding another one to the mix? And he's the same I, situation of, like, I don't care if you only like girls. I was really, really mixed on Mocha's episode, though. I, I have to admit, I was really, really mixed on I thought it was a great story for her. I just was, they put her so far in the depression state, I thought she was going to kill herself by the yeah, end of it. It was, it, it, that, it was I'm really, really wondering what they're going to do next. Rough. 
I really want to know what they're going to do next. Because they just, they barely touched her in this last episode. And it was basically her going, it almost looked like, hey, I'm, I'm, t- I'm getting rid of the princess. She was getting rid of her little ribbons. So I'm wondering what she's going to do next. I think she's going to probably change. I, I think she's gotten rid of the princess. It, it's it's funny because what it, what it, one of the things that it's really what I really love about it is it's taking every character and going. Not every character. I mean, even Mocha. Mocha at the beginning, it was like okay, and you can see this in the in the opening sequence. She's Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Angel Wings and everything like that. She was just too pure, and it's like, and I love how they went. They took the character and they put her up at the front and they said, look, yeah, you think she's all pure and innocent, but this is really what she is. And they just strip away all those. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yet another. Every single character in the show always starts out as like, well, oh, that's a really beautiful teacher. She's probably really, really nice. No, she's come too. oh, here's Mocha. She's obviously pure and nice. No, she's thirsty too. <laughs> don't don't get me wrong i mean i'm not saying that she's an evil person i'm just saying that that they they have this really good ability to explain these characters from their not their more selfish emotions not necessarily their kind of evil emotions they're just selfishness and and wanting to explore that okay what's wrong with them wanting something so bad that they turn to something else. And, and, and I like that is that they're kind of just encapsulating that into each one of these characters and their stories. And I, I, I think it's doing really well at that. Well, and it, the weird thing is that when, when they went into, when Mocha and Moogie were alone in the bedroom, it was like, and they started really kind of diving into her, you know, inner conflict that she was kind of having there, the, the desires versus the princess and it was literally one of those moments where I was going, no, you see, they're going to do the same thing as they do with all the other characters. But it's like every single time it never really, I I was fearing that it was going to be like, oh, crap, we're going to, she's going to be like everybody else. And it's like, well, it, 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 it somehow makes it work and it and it does it in a way that is interesting. So it it's not that it's copy paste another one's doing that. It's just a thing of you think, I, me personally, I think it's going to do that. And it doesn't. It ends up doing something that's really, really interesting. So it was very uncomfortable. And I think it was meant to be uncomfortable. It was a very uncomfortable scene watching her kind of break. I, I, I kind of like that Moogie... <laughs> up until Moogie going off with with uh, with uh, Akane, I thought he, they were really making him into a... Okay, I thought he was going to be the one that... Well, the first one that was... I've been submerging myself as a scum and I'm kind of turning around because he started kind of stopping himself with different situations, stopping himself with Mocha, stopping himself with Hana, mentioning the idea that he he can't see Akane and Hana anymore. I, it almost seemed like it was like this, wow, I think Mugi's like the one person that's kind of fixing himself. He's, he's in mixed fix or whatever you are, you, you think it, pulling himself out of that dark that every single character seems to be submerging, submerging themselves into so I was, I was really expecting him to take a really great direction. And it kind of showed with Mocha. But it was that whole thing where he was going, uh, I don't want to touch you. I want to stop or whatever because uh, you're you're special to me. You're like this precious gem. And she was like, well, I want I, I don't want to be that precious gem then. I don't want I want to be touched kind of thing was just 
yeah, the whole thing was heartbreaking. <laughs> like I'm, it was, it was, I'm just, it was I'm great. waiting for somebody I, I get it. murdered or suicide happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's like Etchen. Etchen was was is kind of in this 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 special little little bubble of this where each one of them are exploring it in their own way, and I do like that about that. And, and Etchen was like Mocha is she wants it so much that she 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 doesn't doesn't want Mugi around anybody else. She wants him for herself. Whereas Echan is like I don't care. You can do whatever you want just as long as you re- remember that I'm here and I'm and I want to be used. I want this. And because I, I like how each one of these well while they're just the they're selfish emotions, but at the same time they're exploring them so well in in different ways. I like it. Future spoiler, I bet we end up finding out that the brother's behind everything. He's a puppet master. <laughs> He's been setting this all up all along. <laughs> it's going to be like this thing where, where Hana tells her tells him, look, look, Akane's actually like just using you. She just likes to sleep around to make herself feel special. And he's like, yeah, I know. I, what, what, you think I'm that stupid? I've been working her like crazy. No, no. I had hey, to we act got, like the sensei got, character by pushing my glasses up the middle of my nose. How many How many more scums do we have? Having that? We we, we can still have a, a brother episode, and we find out that he is absolute garbage. He's going to be garbage. He's actually like, <laughs> he just watches porn all the time or something like that when he's at home. No, he's he's probably been, been really wanting Hana, but, you know, he didn't actually and that's what akane was was a replacement for hana because he couldn't have her after all yeah i mean there there, there was a there was a thought that i had there when when he first <laughs> when he when he kind of hugged her i was like well what direction are they really going to take this but yeah it kind of it kind of was on on the, the side of my mind my, my mind of like that element of can he do anything is he is he gonna it does it we haven't seen his in his mind really and so it's yeah. like He's is the he only thinking one that they right have there? Not explored in any way? Is he thinking there? Like, I wish I could accept your love, but I'm your teacher right now, or something like that. I can't do this right now. Yeah, all you maybe said when was, you get a little older, you. or something like that. It's like it literally. We can't. We want to see it in his brain. <laughs> of course, that's really been the situation with uh, a lot of the characters. I, I'm, I'm hoping they do more with Echon because. Ever since she kind of uh, threw herself on Hana, and you had that, I was kind of a little leery with her when she kind of didn't accept Hana's rejection, later rejection after <laughs> accepting it. But it just seemed like she's like that one character that's been pushed out of the scene. And so I'm hoping they do something else with her because besides, I hope they, I hope boys they after her now. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I hope that they don't destroy. I think that right now everybody is at a safe place. I don't want to go. Mocha's not in a safe place. I'm not going to accept that Mocha's in a safe place. <laughs> well, no. I think that she's. I mean, every one of the characters are at at a at a level that if they go any lower, you're going to go into Yandere territory, like Andrew says. <laughs> But, Hana's gonna Hana's gonna kill somebody. Hana's gonna kill somebody. Akana's just gonna Akana is just gonna disappear one day, and no, <laughs> and nobody's gonna know what happened. Or it's like she just not she didn't show up to squirk, and then like it's like a week later, and then suddenly out of nowhere, everybody's talking about. Did you see the news? Yeah, they found Akana's body. Oh my gosh, I wonder what happened to her. And then look. Mugi looks Don't over look. at Hana, and she just goes, "Hey." <laughs> You could take care of your issue too. No, wait, no, she she won't say that. 
because then it would be brother dies. Ah, uh, yeah, because then it would turn into this whole thing where then Moogie wants to kill Hana, and then and then Etchan kills Moogie because she protects Hana, and then Mocha kills Etchan because Etchan killed Moogie. No. no, dude, it's gonna be a battle royale, no. blood flying no. everywhere. See, it's great because we have this whole love no, hexagonal they, no, thing that's happening. No. And it works no, the other way when just, somebody dies. Everybody just kind of goes backwards to killing each other. It just turns into a love triangle between Echan, Mocha, and Hana. They say, forget about all the boys. We just got each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the big orgy. Everybody's together. Let's just all, why are we having this issue? It's all in the same. Akane's going to set it up. She's going to be like, look, everybody, it's not that difficult. I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> Everybody, meet at this address. Is that a love hotel? No, just meet there. No questions. Okay, come up to the room. Just keep your blindfolds I've been on. Doing this for, I've been doing this for 20 some odd years. I understand how this works. It's probably one more person than I've done before, but we can do this. I think it's going to work out okay. One more than how many I've done that last time. Three boys, four girls, but it's going to work out just fine. We'll even bring in that other guy from Moogie's history. We'll, we'll bring her in the scene. She was kind of cute, too. It's either that or somebody's going to die. So you're, I think she's going to step in and fix things. You're a mess, Andrew. You're truly a mess. Masamune Kun's Revenge. I think we're on eight on that one as well. Worst main protagonist ever. <laughs> yeah, let's just get that out of the way really quickly. Makabe is a piece of garbage, and I'm not liking them at all. And I don't know, I don't know if that's the intention of the writer. Maybe I'm just not following it well enough. But yeah, I, I, it, it's difficult when you don't like a main character, and I really don't like this one. And that kind of sucks when a lot of the supporting characters aren't that interesting either. There's only one good character in the show, and Fujinomiya. She's like the only good person in the entire show. She's an angel, and we finally no, got her Ty, kind of story. Ty is, Ty is sweet. Shuri yeah, Ty is was sweet. Good, but she's, like, non-existent. Shuri is sweet. Shuri's a trap, yes. she's He's very... I almost said she... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, she's part, he's part of the harem. What are you talking about? No, it, he's over there off to the side looking at him like, should I be in on this conversation? Yes, you should. You're one of the main love interests. What are you talking about? <laughs> I wasn't... Too into the show for the most part. I just didn't like Akagaki. Akagaki. I can't say her name. Ada. I'm just going to call Ada from now on. The the rich girl. (laughs) And I didn't care for her at all. And I was like, eh, this is going to be one of those things where, of course, she's the evil character. And at some point they get together. Blah, 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 blah. And then they introduced Fuji. And I was like, I don't know where she came from. We're kind of making theories on what her origin story is. Where she came from. Is she there to kind of get back at, at Aragaki because she doesn't like her in this, you know, rich side of town or was she hired by her to test a uh, Magape? Makabe. I cannot say any of these names for some reason. And then I, but I'm like, I just like her as a character. She's fun. She's goofy. She's mischievous. And I don't care much for any other characters that are constantly taking up the screen. So I'm, I'm, I'm attaching to her. And then, like the whole, <laughs> the whole, the 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 issue really came, and the fact, of course, he's he's rejecting her, and it's like, you're an idiot, you're rejecting this girl that wants you so bad because of this stupid revenge. I'm like, 
at no point in my life, I, I was chubby as a kid. And I got made fun of as a kid for being chubby, but I, I got over it. Where the hell is he so driven? He's made his life goal for this stupid revenge. And it's like, really? And, he, and he's, sitting there, he's sitting there and he's even actually acknowledging the fact that this is the perfect woman for yes. him. And he's sitting there. Uh, no, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to go and get this other girl, my revenge. I've got to get my revenge. <laughs> You will have to <laughs> be rejected, perfect woman. It's like a chastity chant or something like that. No, I have to get my revenge. 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 Idiot. You don't deserve her. <laughs> and then the bedroom scene happened. And I'm going, this could not get any, any more stupid than this scene right here. <laughs> and I liked how it kind of, he kind of pointed out the fact that the reason why he, he wants this revenge so much, or that you don't really know the full me, he starts getting into the, oh, I was chubby as a kid, and, and people made fun of me, you don't understand. It's like, oh my gosh, this guy seriously needs, like, psychiatric help. If he's in, he's Somebody literally lock this on, kid this girl's on topping him, <laughs> and he is having flashbacks, like, PTSD about how he was made fun of as a chubby kid when he was five years old. It's like, dude, get over it. It's like Dr. Phil moment here. You have to get over your past. She's like, move on with your life. She's like, I will give you my virginity right now. (laughs) No, I have to get my revenge. You're an idiot. (laughs) It's like, like when that that day that that episode aired, I literally thought I heard gunshots outside from a distance. <laughs> it was everybody in the entire world face palming. It was like machine gun fire. <laughs> oh, it was it was just terrible. I, I seen a picture that had what was it? It was hilarious. I, I think I showed it to you, but it had the title on it. it was really hilarious. It was like it was in, in our text messages. But it, at any rate. The the only thing that I have left is that Aragaki has got a decent story. That is all that I have left holding out hope on this show. You've I we we kind of guessed at the idea that Aragaki probably actually liked Tonkotsu. No, oh, big shock. <laughs> but it was like, okay, but that's not enough to actually give us to work with on this show. So come on. You got did this shows that's the only thing you got left. <laughs> that was, was. was I love you unconditionally and will do my best to make you happy. Want to do it? He says, "Sorry, I have a dumb revenge plot to act on and an egocentric mean sundere." <laughs> oh, I was like, "Oh, that's so true." And then what made it worse was after that episode. You had the whole thing where suddenly the big reveal that she's actually literally sick. Like, the whole catch-up thing was to cover up the fact that, yes, she's actually really sick. And she has to take these pills. She's disappeared. The butler shows up, wants to um, to help find him, asks Maccabi what... And he's still worried about his stupid revenge. Like, hey, this girl that you know, yeah, she's gonna die because she actually has to take this medicine and keep herself alive, and she's disappeared. What did you do to her? Oh, I have to be very careful about how I answer this because Aragaki is here and she could hear her and then that'll ruin my entire revenge thing. Oh, better be careful with my words. Did that work? What the hell is your problem? Like, that cemented him into the blocks of stupid, crappy main characters that I want to die 
thrown into the river, uh, we'll sinking just, to the we'll bottom. Just, we'll just ship uh, Shuri and, uh, and, and Fujinomiya. No, Tai and, and Fujinomiya. Okay, we can do that. I like Tai. She was cute. We could do a love triangle with Shuri. And it, does, and, it, and it made it even worse when they got to the hospital and she's mentioned the idea that the whole reason I chose you was no reason at all. I am just, I'm going to go get this this life-saving but also life-threatening no, surgery. they kind of made that out to be kind of her making him feel better a little bit. Right. Because she does have a I, picture and it did I, the flashback yeah. with him with her. Yes, I understand that. But it was like, in his perspective... This girl literally was going, was, you were her shot at being happy. And it was like, before she goes off for the surgery. Dumb revenge plot, more important. Yeah, it's like, okay, she could probably go off and die. And she's, it's sad that she was like, uh, well, you, I, I got to experience love and rejection and it's been a great fun. Thanks for all the fun times. And it's like. And you the, literally the, the ruined, sad thing is, you literally the sad ruined thing her is, final but, moments but on no, this no, earth. No, no, what's even worse is that she said she saw through him. She knew that he was after a revenge plot. Yeah. That was sad. And it so was, it was a thing knew. of, are you gonna, are you going to continue to do what I'm doing kind of exactly. thing? Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, you literally ruined, like, the, 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 the what could possibly be the last days of her life when she wanted to love you so much and just... And yeah, terrible main character. I hate him. Idiot. We're Just we're going it. we're going on. I I think at the end of the season, I'm going to do a. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to debate with myself to figure out if in fact who is the worst main character between Makabe and the main character from School Days. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to figure it out. I okay, I didn't realize he was that bad, but okay, we're, now we're getting somewhere here. <laughs> we're on school day levels. I hope this ends similarly. It's almost safe. Maybe maybe Neko can can confirm. <sighs> can we move on now? Have we beat that one to death yet? We got in, like, oh, most of our time about. out there. I think everybody probably is kind of would be surprised at how much I've been enjoying this show. I hope people are watching Oni Hey. It's been it's been a pretty fun ride so far. I don't think I have any notes on it, but it's been I think every single episode I've I've really enjoyed, so I don't know if there's any particular moments in it that I can I mean I, I really love the It's the, episodic. That that I can say right away. It's an episodic show, so there's no it's not like you can sit here and go, okay, the the there's we're we're getting to this great climax. No, every episode has been solid, wonderful storytelling. Yeah, um, it makes sense because they apparently this is all pulled from this big, huge volumes of of stories about uh, Hazo, and they're basically pulling different stories out of those. Probably the best ones. <laughs> Hopefully, not the best ones so they can keep going on with it, but. Yeah, it's it's uh, this isn't a review, so I was trying to really look for uh, spoiler related moments, but yeah, really, really fantastic. Um, any particular moments you want to point out? I don't think there's really anything that's like, oh my gosh, this is like mind blowing that this has to be discussed and debated. It's really just they're just cool little stories. So yeah, it's it, every, every because there, I know there's been episodes that have I've absolutely been blown away by, but it's like. 
Which ones were they? <laughs> rewrite? We talk about rewrite? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, guys, I I'm sorry. Or, I'm sorry. Rewrite or the fruit of rewrite. <laughs> rewrite Grisaya. <laughs> That's my joke right now. I'm sorry. It just feels so much like the the labyrinth and Eden of Grisaya. That's that's my joke. At least it's getting a little more interesting. Yeah. I, but at the same time, it like I said, it's just trekking the same exact no, walk as Grisaya. That's the only problem I'm really having. Is- I the, the funny thing is, is I was fine with it up until this last part. This last part, I I I don't I I think I know what they're doing, but at this moment, I don't give a crap. Get to the point. Because we're not getting anywhere very fast. They're just forging a, a warrior to to change the, the recurring issue that keeps happening. They they basically pushed him back a couple of years back to where he's That's right. Gonna he, be older he had quicker said something and about it, yeah. Yeah. I mean I think at some point that well, that was actually the last arc when they were on the the moon hen, the moon arc, whatever. But yeah, it was I don't know. I <laughs> I think I wrote down some jokes like, yeah, literally this season is the build the lolly harem. We, we, we've established that. I think he's gotten, he's got Katori. Um, he ran into Akane several times. I think he has, uh, there was some boy that he had at some point. They had the leaf that he was with, the, the dog. And I think the rappers kind of like him too, but He's he's building a harem and it's nothing but lollies and he's going to protect them and then save the world through the power of lollies. Well, so he even at least another, you get he that. even went to another country to continue working on his lolly harem. See that's there's there's where it lost him. See Chris was liking the show when it was the whole lolly building. He's like he's literally building a, a lolly army, but then the moment that it got to where he went off to the army, it was like oh Chris, yeah, he, he lost failed Chris. those lollies in that one room. He failed them. They were. They. You knew that he, was coming. Yeah. You knew that was coming. I almost started throwing TV screens around. It, it, though it, I am, it, though I am Andrew surprised. Had to, Andrew had to like uh, tie my hands down. I, I was. I my skin started started turning green. <laughs> I was fully expecting them to kill off all the kids, but him saving those one kids, I was like, okay, at least they didn't go all the way with that. So. Yeah, I'm not really <laughs> nothing else that I'm all that interesting with. Like I said, it's just it feels too much like a side. I might have more to say if it wasn't as so similar with the whole idea of build the harem in the beginning, the first season, and then go into the backstory of how uh, the character is being built up to being a strong character. A little bit differently laid out, but still the same kind of feel. Um, I don't really have anything on say, Ren, unless you do. No. Uh, unless having dear babies. <laughs> Show again, Roku, Rakugo Shinju too. We're on uh, seven, I think. We're still on seven. This this one has been. It, I love this show, and the problem is, is that I think that it did start out a little bit weak, but once they started getting back into it, I think they did just fine. Mm-hmm. I I did. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't really. Not that it was boring or or displeasing. It was just a. It was not really going anywhere with the first part of it, and I've never really cared much for Yatoro. Um, it. I think the only real, a lot of the great moments that I've had with the show has been Yakumo, 
Konatsu, their kind of relationship, her breakdowns around him, his breakdowns, him getting older, struggling with getting old and still wanting to do Rakugo. The whole scene with the, the, the mob guy and doing the performance for him and them getting it cut off, I was literally like, no way. I was, I felt that f- same frustration that room had. It was, it was so much build up to something really fantastic and it totally got cut off. Um, and I loved finally seeing what actually happened with, uh, with, uh, Yakimo and, and Sokoroku. That was a blast. I absolutely it, did not see that coming at all. <laughs> what's, what's great is it, it's like, it's so funny how I had to backtrack myself like, Oh yeah, technically the first season was told by Yakumo. And that all that could have been false. So yeah, sure enough, he told that lie. And now we're finally seeing what really happened or part of it. We still don't know where that knife came from and how we got stabbed, but I'm assuming there was some kind of 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 conflict there. So we'll we'll I'm hoping we'll see eventually, but we'll finally get Yakumo to do a a a, a Rakugo about his of, of Sokoroku's final days or final moments. <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. been a blast. And, and, and Yotaro didn't, I, I, I was fine with his, his, I don't think he was really the kind of killer for the first part. I think there was just too much of a desire to see a payoff when we still had to get a little bit of a build at the beginning. And I think that was more the frustration is we've already gotten a foundation, but the foundation was for uh, Yakumo and Konatsu. It wasn't really for Yotaro. And, and there was just this kind of frustration in that first part where we had to get that build up for Yotaro and fit him into this greater story. That was Yakumo's great uh, long story. <laughs> Still can't get over her Konatsu showing up in that room. Oh, she went nuts. Yeah, I really, I really want to find out what else happened in that room. Oh, maybe next episode. That's up there now that we have to watch. Um, tells the story of the X season two. Works for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. I loved seeing Rose Rose's story. I because I think the first season was a was a decent build up, wasn't fantastic. Didn't like the Basaria parts, but this season has been fantastic because I've been loving watching Rose, um, watching her getting her revenge, failing to get her revenge, essentially becoming at that breaking point of going into the Maleficence and becoming dark or whatever. Um, but I love the I love the scenes with uh I love that Sore has made Sore has made her one of his uh partners and the whole cleansing process and how that kind of changed the other people. A lot of really fantastic scenes from that. I was telling Chris that that recent one where uh Sore and Rose were trying to cleanse the dragon in, in the middle of uh of uh Lady, Lady Lake, Lake and having Alicia show up. I totally thought that they were going to lose Rose. I, like, I, I totally thought we were going to lose somebody. I knew that we couldn't lose Sore because then all of them die. <laughs> but I thought at least we could maybe possibly see Rose die. And I was like, I don't want to see that happen. Stop. Because I... it's It was it was fantastically done, too. Because I was, I was telling Chris, like, it's so surprising how much vocals do for a scene in, in the music. 
and they had the vocals going. And it was like literally the early parts of it wasn't that there was anything substantial happening on the screen, but just the fact that they had the vocals going and then I knew that what was happening and how that was going to affect the characters was what really made the scene powerful. So it's it's been a fantastic season so far and I, I'm I'm loving the characters they brought in, getting into the Rosa story, it was really this whole back and forth between the dark character and the dark justice and the light justice and the conflicts between the two. So I've been loving it. Yeah, for me, it's been it's been absolutely a turnaround for me. I I liked it, especially towards the end of the, the, the first season. But this first this second season has absolutely blown me away. I've absolutely loved the. Just the different scenes. I, the 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 scene with, with that Andrew was talking about, where Sora was was cleansing the dragon, and and the entire time I'm yes 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 come on come on come on come on where's Alicia why isn't she here yet why isn't she here so yeah it's been absolutely a blast I've been just soaking it up Rose's uh, Rose's backstory and and the the twist in that little uh, battle going on was was quite a uh, an interesting little way that they decided to go with that. Um, all right. Uh, I'm just hope. I'm, I'm wondering if they're gonna wrap things up this season because I mean the big the big thing they still kind of have left is of course the big bad. They, they finally had that one girl show up from the first episode of the first season, but they still have uh, the dragon uh, Edna's brother. They still have to kind of deal with. So it's like, are they gonna handle Edna's brother and the the or is no, I guess that wouldn't be the really same. They just have to but. get Maltron in the in the team, and then um, probably hunt down one more. I'm sure there's a female. One of one of Alicia's uh, squires. They can just grab one of them. Yeah, you got plenty of potential there. There's plenty of ladies. Udara Mericho. I think we're on eight or so, maybe seven. Show a belly, showing Show bellies. Belly. There've been a lot of really <laughs> cute moments in this show, and it all has to do with kind of Chia's innocence, but like really good nature. It's like, yeah, you can you can make arguments against the show, but I've had so much fun with it just based off of cute innocence that they do with the show. Like the the whole uh, the mole episode where they were analyzing moles <laughs> and having no no like having this whole th- this kind of. Uh, looking up to her sister and how her sister has this mole and how she's so much better than her. And then she just dabs the mole on the back of her. And it was just a really, really cute little sentiment. Just like really small things like, well, why didn't I didn't think of that. Oh, that's kind of adorable when you think about it and everybody hugs and everybody's happy and it's, it's cute and adorable. So it always seems to pull that off. Having, having Khan and being her being upset about losing her powers, but still having Chia just kind of push out the emotions with just, her wild nature uh, trying to fix the situation, even though it's not going to work. She it's still going to work. No, she licked her in the face because she's a wild she, creature. She, she shows her belly. She didn't show her belly. She Saku, looks calm. Then Saku reali- uh, complains that they're all harlots anyway. Saku wasn't in the scene. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, the the witch with Kome was was adorable as well. So that was that was a really cute little little story. Yeah, it was. I was kind of wondering where she got the whole witch thing from the opening scenes. And then cause it's like the opening scene shows are like all running off on a broom. And it's like, wh- where is this coming from? Maybe it's just some weird opening thing. We'll, we'll not worry about it. And then suddenly I don't know where we have a witch episode. Okay, we're going to get into why she has a witch hat. She's throwing on everything. We're going to talk about witches. She's all ready to go 
Yeah, it was really cute. Really enjoying it. Anything else I know? No, it's mm-hmm. been an adorable show. I love it. Can't I can't. Saga <sighs> Tanya Evil. <laughs> Anything we discussed there? That smile. <laughs> They haven't really done anything worth a a, a spoiler. I, I I get. I suppose we got to see her in a dress. That, that was, was hilarious. That was funny. <laughs> no, I, I think one of my one of my some of my favorite parts is uh, them going over the border, taking out the 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 huge contrast in powers between the two groups. You having the mages up there up, up in the air, and then having like these regular full shoulders just kind of running across the ground with their little guns. It was like a, a slaughter fest. And then to kind of add to that scene, just going on to the next scene where they're just, okay, let's just go into the, the base. And they they claimed it was international, there was international laws. So she had to, she had to, uh, what did she do? She got, she got onto their comm system and basically voiced as like a little girl, like, <laughs> oh, we're going to give ourselves up or something like that. And they, oh, looks like they didn't heed the warning. And so they just like, bombarded them it was it was that constant thing of you know tanya is a bad person <laughs> it's a dark person well, you know a very selfish uh, self uh protective person self-interest person and then does something really incredibly dark and evil but at the same time you're still kind of rooting for the character i get a kick out of the like the birthday that- gun <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, was wrong. so wrong. <laughs> oh, I laughed so hard. Uh, no, I get a kick out of it if, because if you stop and think about it, the the one of the things that they've kind of done with this her her little battalion is she didn't overpower them. They're not overpowered. It's the fact that they have confidence over the other group. So. So whatever group that they're up against, they all have this kind of fear of we can't go any higher than this level right here. But she went and took her group and forced them through hell. So anything they go after, eh, it's nothing compared to what Tanya can do to us. So let's go ahead and do it. <laughs> I yeah, love that. Forged by blood, basically. Yeah. If She has basically a bounded group of forged by blood and they're just, they'll do anything. And it's like that, that great chemistry between them of just let's do this we're gonna get this thing done getting rid of that fear they kind of had that they had before yeah it's it's i've i'm still loving it i know i know there's some some criticisms to it but i've i've haven't had haven't had an episode where i wasn't fully enjoying i just love seeing the i I love the briefing rooms too just having this whole (laughs) this little girl basically talking down against the other general granted she he's she's always kind of not talked against her superiors and then they had that finally that one scene recently with that <laughs> you'll watch out for secondhand smoke what's secondhand smoke doors open <laughs> but walking into there and just kind of talking down to the generals and just kind of showing them up with uh, with her ideals on what the battlefield is going to play out like it was really really cool so yeah all right let's uh let's talk about one room <laughs> I know you want to go <laughs> talk it. about one room. I just wanted to. I, people have already seen my tweet about this, but I I want to tell people before people run off with with spoilers because they're really not really anything else, uh, not really anything here to spoil. I just want to plant this in people's heads. I I guess I can keep it from my review, but 
I've had a lot of a lot of fun with this show. Basically, trying to think of ways to look at the show in different ways than it's intended to be looked at. And I'm really interested to see what they do with Mocha, which is apparently the last girl. And I'll I'll make my final segment of thoughts for how that should be viewed, and then I'm going to wrap it all into one great theory on what One Room is actually about. Yeah. And then the next season, we'll do the you boys. Stop doing that to poor Natsuki. She's, she's so sweet. She doesn't deserve that kind of pain. So dark. It's so dark. You're mean. Um, Iron-Blooded Orphans. <laughs> Mobile Suit Gundam, Iron-Blooded Orphans. We did promise that we would spoil talk about this. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm not looking for... I, every episode of this show lately has been, I want certain people to die so bad, and I want certain people to not be dying so bad. <laughs> and it's, I'm not winning. I'm not winning at all. And I, I, I literally keep having these well, moments well, where I'm Chris, like... Chris is forbidden to decide that anybody is is immune from dying or rooting for anybody, because when Chris does that, people die. So Chris is not allowed to do that. I think we're on episode 20 of the second season, because that's definitely what I want to make sure that people know where we're at with it. Yeah, episode 20 of, of season two of Iron Blood Orphans. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think the... The, the beginning of the season was pretty slow for me. I think I don't think it was until they got to the the mobile armor that it started getting interesting. And then they had that battle with uh, Mika and the mobile armor, and that was epic. Like, animation, sound, everything in that scene was epic. It felt gritty. It felt uh, tense. It was just well animated. Everything worked out great in that scene. And then, of course, after that, Mika's, like, freaking screwed up and... Dead flags start appearing all over him. <laughs> but then, he's like, "How many death flags can I collect?" <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about making babies. Wa- we're talking and- about making babies. All the girls are coming up. Hey, by the way, here's another death flag for you. And you're like, "Stop!" Or goes walking up and going, "Oh, hey, Mika, here's another death flag." Just because, why not? Don't get yourself killed out there. <laughs> We'll meet again he's, for another beer, right? He's just sitting there going, here's another death flag, here's another death flag, here's another death flag. <laughs> and it it was so exciting. Poor Mika can't have any more death flags than he already has. Atra was like, yeah, the whole the whole baby, uh, you should make a baby with him, Godelia, because I, I was, and she's like, what? Well, I was told that's the best way to, to get them to uh, Not settle die. down. Yeah, like, yeah, ground them kind of thing. But yeah, that was like, oh, I can't wait. And literally, Mika comes back later and says, well, let's do it. It's like, oh my gosh, so are they going to do this? <laughs> and so my total theory, because the theory that, the, the the thought process right now is really, who you think is going to die? I know either Orga or Mika has to die by the end of the show. Like, one of those two, I think, has to die. And I almost don't want them to do the obvious, which would be Mika, because he's been crippled. They're talking about making babies with him. I'm pretty sure... I I thought it would be Mika I thought it would be Orga because I think Mika's too obvious, but at the same time, I can easily see this ending with Mika dying, Atra has is pregnant. It's like, don't do that, but I could totally see things kind of being played out like that. So it's it's up to Mario Kata if she's gonna totally you know, pull the rug out from under us, but it it totally has those kind of 
beats that are going into play that I don't really want to happen. I would, I don't want it to happen, but I would love to instead see a Orga dying because I think Orga, whether he doesn't, he, I know he doesn't like it, but he has done it, and I know he acknowledges it. He's become this thing that's constantly pulling these kids around. Like we're gonna go charge into this, and people are dying. We're gonna go charge into this, and people are dying. We gotta keep pushing. We gotta keep pushing. And they keep pointing out the idea that you have to stop. And he's like, no, but we can't. We have to keep pushing. Orga might be that character. They, they could lay out the writing as Orga needs to die in order for them to stop. And so, yeah. He can't die until he explains what Mika is waiting for. <laughs> That's how Orga dies. He says we finally made it. <laughs> See? It all comes together. Uh, that, I, I want to say that my kind of explosion for this season has got to have been oh, the, yes it is the battle of the what is it what are they called the Tewas? Tewas, yeah yeah that one absolutely brutal and that was absolutely the no it wasn't just that it was like right after that yeah, that was even worse. I thought you were bringing up. I, okay, I'm gonna say it again. Spoilers once again oh for episode gosh. twenty of season two. Lafta dying was just like, oh no! <laughs> I was, I, 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 I know. I made a big old noise. I was like, whoa! No, you didn't. <laughs> it hurt. I, I think I mentioned. I think I mentioned the thread for it, but I mentioned this idea of. It's weird how you can see people dying and, you know, corridors explode from a spaceship and the flames come through and you know they died. Or a laser going through a, a mecha. Or them being crushed inside and you have the blood dripping down. But for some reason, a gunshot seems to give hurt more because I think it, you, you you know it's real. You, you That's the only thing that's not fantastical. You know what a gun is and you kind of make that connection a little more. But it was just a... I seen... Because what it sucked is because you had the whole thing, yeah, with all the girls... I, I thought, literally, I thought that, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Naze was just gonna die and, you know, go down in flaming glory, but then all the girls were gonna, you know, be safe and right off. But no, then they started going after them, like, this is getting really dark, stop! No, Lafta, I, for me, I had, she, I had built her up in this kind of weird little, uh, protected category of characters that I don't want to see anything happen to, and 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 we were I was going through this whole, oh how sweet this little love story that oh it's bittersweet because it's not gonna work out and and then they were moving they were going through the town and they were going shopping together, and I had this kind of aching suspicion that something was gonna happen, but not that yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't see that happening, but that was it, it and yeah it hurt it hurt bad i mean amida was pretty bad naze was pretty bad but nothing like lafta nothing like La that was in a whole nother realm of hurt the thing i mean i don't even think biscuit hurt that bad no nah, um, i didn't care much for biscuit and well biscuit i i did like biscuit but i fumiton i should have hurt they more were than flagging the hell out of biscuit too yeah and, and it was it. It's frustrating that why did it have to take this long before a character that I was truly invested in to to die? It's like, 
wow and that actually hit and it hit hard well i think it uh, it was also it was amplified by the fact that i think that they were pushing so hard this uh they were building up this love in a character that can't really feel love or doesn't know what it is because they they kept pushing on this idea who, who was it the aki was the one that was with her no it wasn't aki it was one of the other guys i don't have them on my list here but her relationship with one of the guys on on, on the cast when the in the Tekadon is this idea that he's just he doesn't know what love is. He doesn't really understand her 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 moves that she's making onto him. And it was really kind of building to this thing of like, well, keep rooting for her. We're gonna we're, she's gonna some eventually get through to him, and then it, it just happens. So it 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 kind of had this sidetracking that was making your mind this idea of they'll eventually get together, or or maybe she'll f- run back to the ship. And then it happened. So it was it was keeping you distracted before they kind of threw it in there. But no, my thing is, after the battle with Naze dying, I had this... They, they brought in Jazzy, and Jazzy was saying, okay, he's basically threatening this idea of trying to cause the Tekadon to go against the Tewas. And I was like, the only way that... The, I, the, I seen this going two different ways because when they let when they left the girls behind at uh, the boss guy's place. I was like, this is going to go two different ways because I know Jasley wants to kill the leader. This is going to go two different ways. They're either going to have the girls being left behind be the protectors of the boss, and I can totally see it going that direction. But then on the other side, I was like, but I can also see him killing one of the girls just to set off the Tekadon. And I, the moment my mind was processing that, it happened, and I was like, no, I didn't want that to do that. <laughs> I knew that was coming, but I didn't want it to come. It was painful. That was easily probably the most gut-hurting scene in the entire season, probably. Easily. Like, she, had I, a, she had a little I haven't had some, I haven't had something like that like since... Uh... <laughs> it was so hard. Oh my gosh, this show. I don't think I had a hurt like that happen since probably Rem... Getting hurt in, in uh, ReZero. So in the last few episodes, just so you know that we didn't stop at that. <laughs> <laughs> I was very surprised Chris is going to continue on with that one. Um, no, the in the last few episodes have been pretty pretty solid. Um, I thought that the, uh, the, the uh, BL couple, uh, his, his death was pretty, pretty bad. What was his name? Oh, the mechanic? I don't have him on here. The mechanics, uh, oh, uh, love interest. What was his name? Mm, I don't have him on here either. <laughs> <laughs> they just—they're not existent, and then suddenly they do their big glorious thing and die. I'm sorry, yeah, but, but it was a—it was a—it was a good scene for him. I—I I, I thought it was—it was, it was uh, well done. I, it was in a Usutsuki. in the middle of this, huh? He says Usutsuki. That's his name. His name's Uso. <laughs> Not to be mistaken from Uso from Victory. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> this, the, that that particular the battle. Oh my gosh, the bat the 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 um, the. Let's see my problem. This not gonna... Galileo. That Galileo is the, the guy in the mask. What is the the Gallenhorn? They have Gallenhorn, these those okay. stupid spear things, and it's like. Every time that's, those things come out, bad. it's like, I it's don't want to see those. Go away. <laughs> it's so crazy how brutal they have made yes. those feel. It's like when they come out, it's like reloading them. No, it's another <laughs> one's coming. 
get the hell out of there. It, I'm surprised how I'm surprised how I'm affected by them just lining those up. It was literally like this is not going to go well. I literally don't know what they're going to do. So. Well, beam we- weapons or 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 just regular uh, shots have never or cannon f- shots have never had this kind of impact. It's like they beam go through, be they more big, st- make big old holes and just kill the entire group and then explode. Why is this 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 toothpick? Being shot out of a screwdriver more destructive than a laser beam. Because we've seen so many of the people that we care about die because of these stupid things. That is exactly what it is. And you think about it, that is. But yeah, I think the most frustrating thing with me lately, like I said, I I want certain, I'm just clamoring for certain people to die and some to not die. As I keep seeing these scenes where... Like, uh, Eok, dude needs to die already. Why is he still alive? I hate his guts. Why is he still alive? Kill him. <laughs> I'm surprised they killed Jastlioff. He might be still be alive. But yeah, it, it, they keep showing Did these they kill people. Who? Jastly? Yeah, he was the one that got, he was in the, oh, he was the guy that was in the okay. hole, then he okay. got crushed. And so, yeah, I'm assuming he's dead. Thank you. But no, they had uh, Eok was in one of those those holes, and uh, who was it? Yeah, it was the Naze. Naze tried to they tried to kill him, and they failed miserably. And then we had this last episode where they tried to kill off the main guy in the in the. It's like if this show has taught me anything, it stopped doing these suicidal runs after the bridge of a ship where the leader's in. It never works. <laughs> as fragile as that little thing looks sitting up there, you know always, you will always miss. Unless you drive a gigantic ship into it. Then it'll work. No. But even no it didn't miss, work for Naze. It didn't work for Naze. <laughs> it didn't work for Naze. <laughs> of course, Gundam has a, a very... Big issue with uh, suicidal love interests uh, <laughs> upset about their lover dying and them driving ships into the other ships. That seems to be a common thing too. So, yeah, they I'm hurt. Got through all of it. I'm hurting. Yes, been mm-hmm. brutal. Do you want to talk about anything with Twin Stars? I, I, I'm assuming we'll probably just do a podcast to talk about the entire show, and then we can talk spoilers about it. Sounds good. Uh, March. There's too much to talk about there, but I don't know if I want to talk about any of it because it's all depressing. <laughs> I am in a struggle with this show because I love what they're doing with I love what they're doing with uh, Kuriyama. I think they have done so well of pulling him out of his depression without him being fully cured. Without it being a snap of a finger. And I think that's a very uh, important thing to point out with the show. Because I, I I think too many shows will have that moment where something happens, snap finger, realization, the, the clouds part, sun comes shining in, and they're perfectly fine for the rest of their life. No, they just kind of slipped him into that. He kind of, it happened just before it. But it was really that club. Him being pulled in that club, I don't know if it was intentional for the writer, but it feels like they subtly, very subtly, just... And at some point, while they're at the club, I I realized, wow, they're totally fixing him. 
he is no longer in a state of depression. They have not really gone into it recently because he's out of it. He's he's being pulled out of it. Of course, like I said, he, he recounts it every now and then, but he's slowly being pulled out of this depression. I think it was very cool how they never really pointed it out. Agree? Mm, I'm mixed on it. I I think that... I don't think that the... I, I, I want to say it was actually the the uh shogi match between him and the other guy just before that because i i want to say that it was actually him realizing that he couldn't go any farther as he was and but i don't think that pulled him out of depression though that's the that was the stopping point that that was the point in which he realized i have to do something different than what i'm doing right now i have to get out of this point but after that, they had his talk with. Uh, That's why he decided to go Takashi, to the club. his 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 teacher, which was really really cool. I really like that. I this show continues to blow me away by the fact that every single character I will love in some way, <laughs> and they did it with the teacher. His two little speeches that he gave uh, Kiriyama were just absolutely fantastic. I loved him to death. So I'm waiting for a cleanup of the whole system. Yeah, thing. because he got pulled into that. He got pulled into that. Uh, that uh, after school catch up study club with Taka- uh, Takashi before he even joined the club, if I remember correctly, the, or the workshop. Didn't he join the after school club for studies before he went to the workshop? Probably. And that was kind of a, a really breaking point. So I guess it was Takashi that kind of did it for him, but yeah. The point is, it very subtly pulled into yeah, it. it. It was, never really it, pointed out. And I like that they didn't point it out. Right. It was. It, it, it was all revolving around that little itty bitty section in that last ba- that last shogi match that he had, and he realized that he could not move forward unless he changed something. And and Takahashi was kind of the uh, the the teacher was the kind of uh, uh, push that he needed to go that next step. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, they have like what two more episodes left? It's, it's almost done, and I don't know. I don't. I don't think that they're going to really solve gonna much of on. anything else. Uh, I, I think we're at nineteen and twenty-two. So, yeah, we're we we've got the the last shogi match for what's his face, and, or Kai, and then we'll probably be able to move in. He's going to go back to the sisters. He's go, back go back to, to the, the sisters, sisters please. <laughs> oh my gosh, they've been non-existent for so long, and that whole scene with them seeing the the sister was absolutely adorable. It was that. <laughs> totally heard these little, witch? these little these <laughs> little growling noises yeah she was i'm not a witch then she's there and eats all her food who was one you into <laughs> oh that was really cute i like that uh, <laughs> the little one she's like in middle school what are you thinking that was cute really fantastic though i i think that i i this show doesn't always blow my mind, but it just does so perfect in setting the mood. I What I was trying to get to with the whole thing of them slowly progressing him out of that depression is that I have this struggle with, I love how they're portraying that transition, but the way they're doing that transition is in probably the most boring or unengaging, I'll just say unengaging scenes that I've seen in this show so far. And it's just them in the work workshop talking about plays because i don't know anything about shogi and i'm not interested in shogi and that's really where i struggle at is those scenes are really just them talking about 
but then you can use this against this. But no, no, you have to use this against this and this and this. And they're, they're literally just talking about different moves. Don't care whatsoever. At one time, they tried to entertain me by showing, like, goofy references like Star Wars and stuff. But it didn't work. <laughs> I was still like, there really is nothing happening in these episodes. But at the same time, I'm going, but I like how they're bringing him into the light right now. He's not in his depression. So that that's my struggle that I kind of found myself in. So anything else? No, yeah. it's it's pretty much been working for me. I don't want to talk about Trickster. You know anything about Ninja Girl? Nope. I think we're done then. Okie doke. I'll, I'll talk about Trickster when when I review the show. About I guess the only thing spoilery that I wouldn't be able to talk about in the review is yeah, they this is like full on spoiler for Trickster episode nineteen or twenty ish. I think I'm at if you even care. Uh, they finally got into Kobayashi, which is great. His childhood sucked. <laughs> we kind of figured that. Um, really, really bad dad. A sick mom. Dad blaming child about the death of mom thing, kind of thing that going on there. So you get you kind of get where it's going. Um, but I that was still f- okay. So is the mom the reason he's protected? They still haven't said that. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming there's some kind of element of. Of passing on from her. I don't know. Uh, maybe her ghost is protecting him. I don't know. But uh, the other... The the annoying thing. So I got that out of the way. That was okay. Uh, I hate Hanasaki. And Hanasaki and Inoue have been like... Uh, like broken up ex-boyfriend, girlfriend kind of thing going on. <laughs> where they just... <laughs> one of them said something to make the other one mad. And it, it all started with Hanasaki kind of getting with... 20 faces and everybody felt betrayed and now you know he will not let it go and Hanasaki feels like he's gonna he's gonna screw up again or something like that it's like get over it people but they got into a catchy and 20 faces backstory could not be the it could not be any more uh uninteresting or ununique as that was it was literally a 20 faces once uh, thinks a catchy likes to find thrills and has made his life devotion to helping him find thrills. And he's what built like these boyfriend. big, <laughs> he's got tons of money somehow. He's got a flying palace and his entire life is devoted to helping a catchy find thrills. It sounds like a plan. Best boyfriend. Terrible. And the end of the last, the recent episode has me really wondering what the hell happened with, I'm assuming it's not the character that shot somebody, it's him with the 20 faces, faces, we'll have to get, oh, what, they, they left it on a cliffhanger that I'm actually kind of interested in, so, we'll see. So was it a disappointment that we dropped it, like, no, two seasons ago? No, I'm, I'm literally, uh, uh, Stockholming it, I'll finish it because I'm already invested in it, so. I finally got the answer I've been waiting for forever on, and that was what the hell's going on with Kobayashi, and it literally took until, like, the 17th episode, maybe the 18th episode, so... If you're wondering about Kobayashi like I am, that's how far you have to get before you get into his whole story. You can probably just jump to that point if you want. It's not really that interesting, so... <laughs> it's, it's, it's sad, because that was about the only thing that I was interested in the entire show. Yeah. Sorry. Can't help you. All right, well, that's all the shows we have. Other that's than that's Nona, all of them. Or the Nora or whatever her name was. Other than and Nora? And you said that they never even covered her. Nora. The Lolly. 
Oh yeah, she Kamori. She Lori. never got her episode. She's yet still had to not. She has not got an episode devoted to her. Like where did she, like yeah, she just kind of mentions by passing. Like yeah, I, why are you why are you always stuck in here? Because I want to. It's not like I'm in trouble. I enjoy it here. I get my exercise. I am, I I love it here. I don't care to go outside. What's the big deal? I'm not killing myself. I'm making money. I like that. Hey, makes sense to me. She's like, I don't care. I'm in who I am. That was a cool part of the show. That's about it. <laughs> all right. Anyways, that's all the show we have. That's our spoiler cast for winter 2017 season. Again, I know that we, some people have mentioned the idea of don't do the spoiler cast in the middle of the season because, you know, something happens towards the end. So it doesn't make any sense. Well, we usually kind of lately have been kind of throwing these in here. If we end up running into something that we really need to discuss about a show we'll cover it at the end of the review podcast that we do that particular show in. So if something amazing happens in Trickster and I want to talk about it, whenever we do the review, that part that has Trickster in it at the end, we'll do a review talk about it. So look forward to that. If anything does big happens after we talked about this sell stuff. So we hope you guys enjoyed again. We're at talkyspirit.com. You can go there for our news reviews and coverage of noodle anime, as well as our wonderful community form links, to the top social media links on the right side coming up. We have, preview soon oh my gosh it is that time and we have reviews coming first impressions all that kind of stuff i'm not sure if we'll still fit another discussional or a topic episode we'll just have to fill things out as we go along and uh we'll we'll, you'll see them pop up on your feed you don't care (laughs) as usual we thank everybody who supports us on patreon we really appreciate you guys uh helping us out with that funding to keep our uh, hostings covered and all that kind of good stuff. Um, we appreciate everybody for their vocal support, everybody on Twitter, forums, all that kind of stuff. We had a few new users on the forums, so it's been great. Thank you guys for joining us there and talking to everybody. A couple returners, too. Yeah, we had a couple returners, ASD Deprive and, uh, and Just a Guy. Yes, we got Just a Guy question time back. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. We appreciate you guys uh, coming back and giving us a shout out. But yeah, thank you all for listening, and you all take care. Os. ほんのちょっとでいいから<音楽>